girl, Princess Naya, and I'm here. I'm back with the podcast, Can I Shit in Peace? We're on season two, episode... Because I can't even remember what day it is today. Well, actually, I can remember what day it is today. Today is World Book Day. And for all the seasoned mums out there, they could explain to you in a heartbeat what World Book Day is. Um, World Book Day is a day where you send your kid in with their favourite book, and they have the opportunity or the chance to dress up as their favourite book character. Um, it makes me remember when Kizzy was in Rainbow Class, that's just in that's nursery, and she wanted to go as Ladybug, um, Miraculous Ladybug, which I'd never heard of at the time. Um, definitely, definitely thought it was just a standard Ladybug until she was telling me that the Ladybug had blue hair. And I quickly researched and found, yeah, I found her the whole outfit and the wig. She was just turned four, I think, at the time. Yeah, probably just turned four. Or was she three? No, she was three. She was actually three. Was she three? Oh, gosh, it's like, she's only six. She'll think up, trying to think back 20 years. Anyway, um, I remember her. She went into, I remember the day specifically because she had this little wig on and it looked like a lace front. It was giving me real, real yardy vibes, and I loved it. And I sent her in, and when I picked her up, the nursery teachers were so impressed because they said Kizzy kept her wig on all day. <laughs> and with that, it just made me realise that Kizzy is about this life. She is about all of the fuss. She's about absolutely every everything that comes along with the just the fun of life Kizzy is here for and I suppose it's what all kids are really here for you know a little bit of dressing up and just being able to step outside of their comfort zone become someone else and you know live your live your best life as an under 10 so to speak so I think that you know it's really important to to let your children express themselves however I think for me, the most, the most important thing is for mama, yes me, to have my own, what the hell just happened? Why did that stop recording? It's not stopped recording. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This is that, I'm, I'm telling you. I need sleep. I thought, the, I thought the podcast stopped recording, but it hasn't stopped recording. Anyway, um, you know, I feel like it is great for the kids to have their own, their own input. But as a creative mum, I feel like it's also my time to shine and my time to add my little creative element. Um, so this year for World Book Day, um, Kizzy, we've looked through Kizzy's books and the standout book for me was Look Up. Um, it's got an English, I'm sure it's an English, it's an English author. Um, I definitely know the, the, um, the illustrator is. Um, the, the book got bought for her by her auntie Shani um, a couple of years ago. And when we read the book the first time, it was really, it really, really, really was amazing. The main thing that I, that I really loved about the book to begin with was just the fact that the girl had hair that was similar to Kizzy, so she could look in a book and see... Um, representation of herself you know previous to this I told you it was doing lace front 
to be Miracle S. So this year, it was really good to say, oh, look, maybe you could be Rocket. And when Kizzy said, yeah, I could be Rocket, I, I, she was really, really excited. She did. She asked me, what, do, what, is, my, you, what is the outfit going to look like? So, um, you know, I'm, some mums do handmade stuff. Shouts out to Istani Dork. She always handmakes her children's World Book Day outfits, costumes or whatever. And they look absolutely amazing. And she always says, if it's not homemade, it's not really that real. Um, so I looked at how I could make a, an outfit myself and then fast and furiously said, absolutely not. I cannot make a helmet and I'm not making an orange jumpsuit. That's not where my creativity lies. I'm going to leave that well alone. And I've done what every other mum probably does in the world, and I jumped on Amazon and started to have a look um, at what costume I could order. So I literally put in spacesuit, and then I also put in um, astronaut suits, and I just put in loads of different stuff. Um, the thing that stuck, got me stuck the most, though, was the glasses, because I couldn't describe the kind of glasses that I wanted. I wanted the big round rims. So I was putting in round rim glasses, and nothing was coming up. Anyway, so the funniest thing is that what came up was wizard glasses and nerd glasses and that's what came up um they needed to be white couldn't find a white pair the only white pair i could find came in a multi-pack and i said now calm down this is not that serious so her dad went and got spray paint and we spray painted a black pair white um so yeah it was really it was a really nice lead up to world book day because kizzy was a part of it all she really got into character the day before um i took the pictures because i didn't want to do them on the morning because it's a bit of a rush job um so i got all, all dressed up and stuff and yeah she really really enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed it um asked me to partake well i suggested should i partake and be the mum in one of the pictures because i obviously you know me i love a photo shoot and um i got myself involved so really did itch one of my little creative spots as well so it was really nice for us to do something together and the, the fact that she really 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 enjoys it makes it much just makes it much easier i think you know having a child that likes to do stuff that you do it's just it's nice it's nice it's rewarding and you know it's something you can do together as like a, a couple a couple or mum and daughter mum and son or whatever the thing that jumped out to me though today was like so we've gone to the school and we're waiting to go in and as we've gone in um it was great for kizzy because one of the teachers said oh i know you are you're a rocket that's my favorite book which was really nice so it kind of gave her a little bit of validation but what stood out to me the most was i saw like a few kids that, that weren't in costume and it made me think the first question was why um, and I immediately thought to myself, yeah, but, you know, not everyone can afford fancy outfits and not everyone is talented to spend time making something on their own. Like, some kids don't even have books at home. So how much pressure is being put on to the children and the parents to fit into a world book day that potentially could be quite alienating for, for um, kids? Like, you know, there was a little boy and he's crying and you can see his dad his dad's in his ear and i don't know what his dad is saying but you can see that the dad is the dad has bent down and he's in his ear like telling him something and i don't know if it's like you know we're not paid to, we're not we're not partaking in this shit i've told you so stop crying or i'm sorry i forgot because some parents just randomly forget because we're fucking busy um i don't know what he was saying to it but the child was distraught and he was in his little gray pants and my heart bled for him because i thought oh poor little thing man like did you want to partake and your parents just said no or did they forget or you know what happens and what what is in place in the school for the kids that that support them if they need if they want to join in while they're in school like what is that is there some is this such a thing like 
you know? I don't know, and I just, I just feel like, is this, is this a me problem? Like, is this me just being false? Or, like, do I speak to the school and say, you know, maybe they should offer parents that need help getting a costume for their kid? Other parents, if they're happy to make something or donate something, is there, like, is there a space? Is there a space for other mums to offer outfits that they've got? Even, like, when your kids get older, obviously your, your costumes are not fitting the kids forever. Like, is there a place in school where you could... Do they have, like, a World Book Day chest where the kids with no outfit can go and then grab an outfit? Or is that just humiliating and is that embarrassing? Is that, like, yeah, your mum don't care about you. Ah, you got to go to the chest. Like, how, how would that be received? I don't know, just a question. Very big question. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone that's jumped on my social media and given me some feedback about my photos. You know, I love it. Um, I've had quite a few comments of parents that are past the World Book Day vibes now and saying that, you know, they do miss it because it was, it was time for them to, you know, turn up. Um, and I agree. You know, maybe we should do an adult's World Book Day party and every party can come to the dance in their World Book Day outfit. Do you know who I'd go? I think I'd go as... Kizzy from Roots. That's, that's who I'd be. Man would be outside in her Roots outfit um, doing the most. Um, but anyway, touching on last week, a lot of mums and even the dads, you know, sh basically I do want to say shout out to dads. You know, I do like market my podcast to mums because mums can, I feel like we can relate better. Um, but shout out to all the dads that give me feedback as well. Like we do like dads' feedback. I love dads' fucking listening i'd get dads on the podcast if there's any dads that want to come on and have their say happy to have you like i've done some talks with dads before not alien to it not anti-man i know my you know i wear clothes that say women against waste men but if you're not a waste man you've got nothing to worry about you can come a step closer and we can have we can have you know some politicking and articulation like it's it's cool um but thanks to everyone that yeah that contacted me last week about my struggle that i had with kizzy and about my first real confrontation with insubordination, attitude, and just downright ungratefulness, it felt like, you know? It's been a week. Safe to say that the clear prison bags of her presence have gone. I've given her every single thing that she got for her birthday now. Um, she has been reunited, and the the, when, we got, when she got reunited, I didn't make it like, I didn't make the, the reunion like a big deal. So I didn't want to overly highlight that you be good and then you get rewarded because I feel like that could breed a behavior of I'm just being good because I'm just going to want to get some shit. And I really don't want that. So I really wanted her to learn. And I feel like we've made progress. Um, I put up a few notes over the house. She has morning vibes routine. She has after-school vibes, and then she has evening vibes. And they're all just mini lists of things that she has to do herself without being prompted. Um, and she has to do them independently on her own. It's not a, oh, um, mum, can you come and do this? Oh, I can't. Oh, that's too hard for me. Oh, I don't want to go upstairs because it's dark. Oh, I don't want to brush my teeth because I don't want to be by myself. Oh, I, I can't eat all my, my dinner because I, I don't want, I don't like this dinner. It's like, it's all of these things that were starting to really become reoccurring, you know, comments and reasons and excuses. Um, over the past week, they've started to really die down. Um, so I'm really pleased. Um, I think that, you know, it's only been a week and I know I've got a long road ahead of me when it comes to parenting and executing discipline discipline styles and strategies um but i am really i'm really happy that we have got to a place of understanding 
And she's made a few comments this week of, yeah, I, well, I do want to help you, mum, and I do want to help you, dad, and let me do this for you, mum, and let me do this for you, dad. Over it just being, you're just here all the time. Kizzy, pick this up, clean up after yourself, put your shoes where they're meant to go, hang up your bag, where's your water bottle? It's so many of the simil similar, you know, similar actions that we're telling her to do over and over again. And in the last week, I feel like with a couple notes and prompts from mum and dad, at the appropriate times, she's getting herself into a routine of, of getting things done. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate her for making the efforts. And I think I appreciate her more for understanding and realizing that, you know, we're, we're a team. This is a team effort. It's not mum do everything or dad do everything or Kizzy do everything. It's that everyone do what they're meant to do and the ship will sail just fine. And I think that what happens is, is, as parents, we're in a rush. Every minute we're in a rush, rush, rush. So we don't give our children time to grow into something. Like when you start a job, you get trained up and then you get your probation period to get it right. And I feel like with kids, they're learning so quick that sometimes we either expect too much or we don't give them enough credit to do what they can actually do. And for me, that was my learning curve this week. It's like, you know, learning that Kizzy is a small sponge. She's learning from me. She's learning from everyone around her. She's got a lot of pressure from all different sides. It's at school, you fit in, you've got to do this, you've got to do schoolwork, you, you know, you've got to be the best. She's doing all these different classes. And every minute, it's just like, you know, be your best self, be your best self, be your best self. But as a little six-year-old now, I feel like it's a lot of pressure. So I'm trying to step back from the, the over-encouragement over and allow her to just be and kind of meet her where she is, if that makes sense, um, and not be too, I don't know, just too on her. And, and that's on her for both things, that on her for the great things, but also equally on her for the things that might not be so good. Because it's, it's really, really tough. Like, I feel like when I was younger, I remember people saying how good I was at stuff. Like, I used to do dance class back in the day. <laughs> for those that don't know, I used to be like, one of those annoying people, you know, the ones that want to break out into fucking routine in the middle of the dance floor. I don't do it anymore, mainly because I can't. I tried to go back when I was older one time, and I'm telling you, oh, the embarrassment of being at the back of the class, it just worked for me. It's like, I'm either at the front, and I'm getting asked to perform first, or I don't want to be here. Um, anyway, so when I was younger, a lot of people used to say, you know, I remember hearing people talk to my mum, oh, she's really good, you know, she's really good at this, or she's really good at that, she's going to be amazing, she's going to be this, she's going to be that. And I feel like going through therapy especially, that, that affected me in a way that put me under a lot of pressure to be a high performer, like to be a, someone that is going to deliver because I heard it so much growing up that you, you kind of feel like now you're expected to shine, like you're expected to be the one that made it, you're expected to be the one from the school that, you know, that done the damn thing, like you're, it's expected of you. And I think like, when it's expected of you, it's, it's a bit of stress. And to get to this grown-up age and feel like, raw, like if my business fails, I know I'm not going to feel good about it. But why? Because loads of businesses fail. Like, it happens, you know? And how, what, what for me is successful, and is it for me, am I happy with my level of success, or am I worried about what I think other people's version of my success should look like what what is how is what is it and for me I just I have this this niggling feeling that over my life because I was always told 
certain things that it set me up to really, really, really want to succeed by any means necessary. And the older you get, you start thinking, am I really, really far away? Like, am I, like, you, you don't even, you're not even clocking all your, your local achievements. Like, there's so many achievements, so many. But none of them mean anything when you're racing, you're, like, racing to this finish line of the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. And then you don't get a chance to really immerse yourself in the current I don't know, the current accolade because you're so busy worrying about what's coming next. I remember when I'd done Frontline and all everyone could talk about was, what's going to come next? But what are you going to do next? But what are you going to do next? But you know you need a follow-up, right? You know you need a follow-up. So I was with the boys, it'll blue in the studio and it's like, God, oh, we, we need a follow-up. And my song is like busting all over the United Kingdom. I've got shows coming out of my arsehole. And instead of just enjoying it and working that song, I spent a lot of time figuring out what I was going to do next. And then I done Big Boys. And then it was the same thing again, but then what's going to come next? Then it was Hooligans. Then I had a whole EP. And then again, what's coming next, Naya? What's coming next? And that pressure to me just made me figure out, made me just drive in the lane of what's next. And I didn't really park up, didn't do a pit stop, didn't stop at the drive through and get out and say, fucking well done, man. You've done a fucking epic job. And I think that learning that through my adult years is making me realize that I want to make sure that Kizzy gets to enjoy her mini accolades, live in the moment, hold on to how it feels, and don't lose sight of the fact of everything, every small thing is an achievement. It's all you're, all you're achieving every single day. You're learning, you're growing, you're becoming who you are, and do not feel pressure to be the best version of yourself if that is what if that's what I want as a parent as opposed to is that what you want as a child and try and I don't know try and not have her have that extra you know the extra oh my god Kizzy's gonna be a star because then is that is that pressure for her because that's what we want for her because what do you want for you and I think that's gonna be my that's my thing. That's my next lesson. That's my. That's where I'm travelling through at the moment. That's what I'm trying to work out. You know. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to hear what versions of your childhood you don't want to inflict onto your children growing up, and how you how have you figured that out? How did you come to that realization, or have you not even come to it yet? Is it something that you've never thought about, and you just parent and just let you know it will be however it's meant to be? But yeah, there we have it. Another week, another podcast. Can I shit in peace? No, I cannot, obviously. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. The subscriber list is growing. Thank you to everyone who signed up to the newsletter. Um, yeah, peace out, and I'll see you on the other side.